Alan Milandi is to be more careful. What up? What's up, babe? Ain't much. We got a visitor today. Yeah, we do. What's your name, man? Elijah. Elijah. Mm-hmm. Elijah's grandson. Yes. Appropriate with what's going on this week. Yes. What's going on? So I know, you know, we just got finished with a podcast, but this is our podcast, right? So we yeah. can do as many as we want to. But I, I'm, I just need to get this off my chest. Um, parents, make sure that you prepare yourself so that the ones that you leave behind are ready. You understand what I'm saying? What I'm saying is insurance. Right. Every grown person should have some form of life insurance. Life. Life insurance. Yes. What about health? Well, health insurance too, but I'm saying life insurance because that's what the ones that you leave behind are going to use to send you off. Right. Right? Right. It shouldn't be no reason why you don't have some. Even if you only can have 5000 or 10000 that still goes a long way in taking care of funeral services. You know towards, what I'm saying? Towards relieving um, the ones that are left behind that are still here so they don't have to scramble and hustle. It, it, it really doesn't have to be something expensive. Like we were talking about people saying, yo, I want to I be buried in a... A gold coffin. Right, they right. got to be all that. Right, because it's going to be in the ground. Nobody's going to dig up the ground right. to look at your coffin on a regular basis. Right. When they come visit you at the grave, all they see is their headstone. Right. Right? Right. So, I don't understand what the problem is. But the problem is, I mean, home in a little bit. What are you referring to? I mean, I don't understand why... People don't have insurance. I mean, I, I just don't understand that. I think we spoke about this before. Your mother was on a fixed income. Right. My mother was on a fixed income. But what did they have? They had life insurance. They had life insurance. Not that much, but they had it. But they had enough to do what needed to be done. And we still had a little bit left over. Okay. Right? Right. That's all I'm saying. Right. Like I said, it, it takes some pressure off the people that are still here. Right. Because they don't, you know, they might not be in a position. And death is always unexpected. Death is unexpected. And then even when it's expected, it's, it's unexpected. still unexpected. Right. But I told my oldest, I'm like, you know, you, you ain't, y'all don't have to worry. Because they already know I have insurance. And then when you do have insurance, make sure that somebody knows where your policy or at least the information, the name of the insurance company and all that so that they don't have to run, jump through hoops trying to figure out well, I gotta who your insurance is I got to ask you this for, for, for clarification purposes. What's prompting this conversation? My grandfather died today. Today, right. The grandfather we were just talking about on yes. the last podcast yes. is 95 years old. Well, 95 years old. That old. was 95. Um. Not sure if he has insurance. If he does has insurance, not exactly sure who the insurance is with. Uh, my mother was the one who took care of all his business. Right. But 
the from the time that she got sick and went to the hospital and the time that she died, it was such a short period. And then by that time, I couldn't get anything out of her that made any sense. Right. So she couldn't say to me, Londa, grand granddaddy, right. daddy's paperwork right. is here. My paperwork is here. I knew where her paper, she, I knew her, what she had going on. Right. But I didn't know what granddaddy had going on. It's it's crazy because we just did a show with where we talked about grandparents. Mm-hmm. Right. And then this happens today. Mm-hmm. Now you got to get to Kentucky and handle some things mm-hmm. unexpectedly. Unexpectedly. Yeah. Expectedly, but unexpectedly. But here's where it get crazy at. Let's right. make it light for a minute. Right. So we had a show about grandparents, right? Uh-huh. And you are? A grandparent. And who are you? I am a grandson. There you go. It's right there in the flesh. Let me my give grandson. Some, let me give my man some applause right here. Right? You're a grandson. One of the five. One of the five. Living, breathing, sitting right here with Dre Beats on in front of a mic on the podcast. How What's old up? are you, Elijah? Eight finna be nine in like two months. <laughs> two months. There you Everybody go. Everybody has you all that, man. <laughs> you eight. And your favorite game is? Fortnite. See, I didn't even finish it. It's like <laughs> Fortnite. And your second favorite game is? Apex. When you start playing Apex? Um, The row got me into Apex. Oh, okay. 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 So I just had to bring him in right mm-hmm, there because mm-hmm. the conversation is technically relevant. Right, because you need to make sure you're okay, so his moms don't have to jump through do hoops. all this stuff, and his moms need to make sure she's okay, so, so he, he don't, don't have, have to, to do jump that. through hoops yeah. and whatnot. So I guess the subject on here is basically take care of your business. Take care of your business, like we had the one with put your mother mask on, right? Right. So this one is take care of your business. I like that. While you're going out, mm-hmm. worried about I got this new car. Mm-hmm. Or I'm staying here, right? And doing all this crazy. St- exactly. <laughs> you just threw me off. <laughs> did you just say? Mm-hmm? Uh, <laughs> I did. <laughs> so, why are you worried about all this superficial stuff? You should take care of the base things. The basics. The base things. Right. right? And then you know when the time comes, everybody is comfortable. Right. And I know uh, people don't like to think about death. You know, even though. There's only two guarantees in life, right? You're going to be born and you're going to die. That's like the cycle of life. Right. And you hope to live a long life. I mean, like I said, my granddaddy was 95, so he lived a long life. Very long life. But but you got to make sure that you take care of your business, like you said, so that the ones that's left behind don't have to stress themselves out trying to send you off the way they want to send you off. Right. You know, because at that point, it ain't about what I want. I'll be there. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, bottom line, it's not much more, you know, a person can say other than take care of your business and stop chasing the superficial stuff. Exactly. Or stop, you know, being out um, your mind somewhere else. Right, right. You know, just... What is it? It depends, man. $40 a month, $20 a month, $30 a month. Right. Depends on what condition you're in when you get your insurance. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think it's worth to uh, to put that money into that. 
Definitely. Right. Um, bad, would you call this a bad week or a bad day? How would you call it a bad week? Your great-grandfather died this morning. Oh. <laughs> right. Well, would, would you? His great-great. Great-great-grandfather. Great-great. Yeah, he was, he was Grandma Stella's father. Oh. Oh, that's old school, right? 95 years old. 95. Right. So, Can you even imagine that? No. No. <laughs> yeah, that's a long time ago. That's a long time right. ago. Right. Uh, no, but what I was getting ready to say is good day, week. This week has been trying. Why? Well, you know, I was having the shoulder pain right. that was radiating down my arm, my left side. Went to the doctor and found out that crazy arthritis in my neck and my shoulder. And there's bone spurring on my neck and the arthritis is messing the rotator cuff up in the shoulder and just crazy okay, stuff. Physical stuff. But what about, yeah. what about today? I mean, today was, you know, it's a little sad, right? Right. A little sad and everything, but I'm grateful that my grandfather lived to see that 95. Is, that is. That's you know what I'm saying? For right there. So, I mean, he lived a long life, and I would like to 95 say. 95 years, and like I heard Denzel say, not the same numbers, but you had him for 54. I had him for 54. Long time. Yeah. Long time. So, at some point. I went to his house from the hospital when I was born. At some point, what do you want? Right. You know what I'm saying? 54 years of your life, 95 years he's been around. Right. And 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 he just started slowing down. Last year. I say two years ago because. Well, it was a broken hip. He broke his hip right. and it slowed him down a little bit. But he was doing much better because you remember when we went to see him. He was kicking up his leg, talking about how high he could kick his leg wheelchair, up. Right. Yeah. Right. And it was higher than I could raise when, mine. When, you know, situations like that, I like to look at it like people take freedom for granted. And what mm -hmm. I mean by freedom is there's, there's a few ways to lose your freedom. Mm -hmm. One, of course, is jail. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that can be the death of somebody. True. And then freedom, meaning like free will. I get up when I want. It's my right. house, my stuff. Right. It takes away right. a person, you know, and him being in there because he resisted it a little bit at first. Oh, he resisted a lot. And then, you know, he kind of dug in. Right. Somewhere in your mind, do you cross that line and say, this is it for me? Mm -hmm. I can't imagine someone going to a place like that and be like, Nah, I'm home now. This is good. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm trying yeah, to say? So yeah. you lose that freedom. Right. You lose it. So, hey, man, I was just telling you, well, pushing you to say or look at it like uh, Mr. Umber been around for 95 years. Right. Man, he didn't, He saw the world change. He did. So many times. So many times. Elijah, you always ask me about in the 60s. You asked me about color TV? Yeah, I asked you if wait no. I asked you if if y'all had color. Color? Right. <laughs> so to answer your question, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but at when I was like your age There was no color TV. There were 
They were They're there, weird, but we couldn't but afford they, them. Right. Right. So yeah. they were black and white TVs, but we did see in color. Oh, like, so you could see in color, but <laughs> there was just black and white TVs. Yes. Yes. So if your shirt is green and gray and, you know, all those colors, I see the same way. I, I feel crazy <laughs> trying to explain this. That's not green, but okay. Well, maybe we didn't see it. It's gray and red, but gray and red. Mm -hmm. So if I'm looking at it, I I've always had these eyes. I've always seen Mm -hmm. in color, but we didn't have a color TV. Does that make sense? Like people do now, right? Right. So your grandfather, great great grandfather, Mm -hmm. they probably didn't even have a TV when he was your age. Nah, I'm pretty sure he didn't. And he probably didn't have because lights in the house. Let me tell you, um, his mother, right. my grandma, Larry, Mary Lou, that I was telling you about, right. the wild ass Rose, I remember being in her house and there was no TV in the house. Right. Because they they didn't watch TV. Right. You but, know? But 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 take it a step further. No TV. Right. They probably didn't have electricity when he was his age. When he was his age. Right. They were probably burning candles and kerosene lamps. Right. Because when Granddaddy was eight, that was in the the 1930s. 1930s? Yeah. Depends on what part, Depression time. Right. You know, uh, in Kentucky, you know, we wasn't getting a fair shake. Oh, no. So he's seen things change. Like for you, Elijah, a cell phone, you lose it. You take it to the park. You do whatever. At eight, could you have imagined Elondis having a cell phone? Having a cell phone? No. Right. You can't imagine. Uh. Uh-uh. I and didn't then, get one until ninety-five. Right. 90, and then God. you wasn't even thought of. And then your mama was just two in ninety-five. Right. And then think about this. You're talking about the things that he didn't have. Right. Um. I remember. Living with them for a while, and there was no indoor plumbing. No, we right. went to the outhouse. You went to the outhouse, right? right. So different things scary. he's seen. Pretty scary. Yeah, yeah. Elijah, you know what the outhouse is? Yeah, it's like it's kind of like a bathroom, but sometimes it's made out of wood. Sometimes construction people use it when construction. I meant, <laughs> um, but you was right. It sometimes it's made out of wood. Where the, is it though? Hmm. Outside. Outside. That's why it's called an outhouse. So can you imagine if it's super duper dark and there's woods out back? And, and you, you had to walk out there to go to, to the, the bathroom. Yeah, no. You peeing in the bed, ain't you? Yeah, go ahead and say it. You peeing <laughs> in the bed. I was peeing in the corner. The last <laughs> <time>. <laughs> but, no, but the reason I'm talking about this is because mm-hmm. Mr. Umber passed away today. Right. And here is some ah. of his blood sitting right here. Yeah. An eight-year-old. Mm-hmm. Right. And you you can see that that line. Well, mm-hmm. I can see it in your family. I can see it mm-hmm. from Stella to you to Vicky mm-hmm. to the kids to the grandkids to the great grandkids. Yes, you you can see it. Mm-hmm. Right. So having him on here, it's like Mr. Umber passed away today. Elijah came. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah, I got like, it. Like it's 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 that's dope. Right. Nothing to hang your head about. No. But life goes on. Life goes on. Life goes on. And we need to take care of our business. And you need to take care of your, let's say it together, take care of your mother business. business. One more time. Take, take care, care of your, your mother, mother business. business. Because if you don't, 
you're going to be ass out. Well, you're going to be ass out anyway, but got to be more careful. Got to be more. Mother- oh got gosh. to be more careful. Oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> so, uh, since we got Elijah here, mm-hmm. anything you want to talk about, sir? Mm, crazy thing that happened um, with me and five my, four of my other friends. What so, happened? we was going to Circle K, and my friend Brandon, he stole his mom's credit card. And he bought four Gatorades, and then he got everybody else stuff, even me. So then... Let me back this up. Brandon stole a credit card. No, he... Yes, he stole his mom's credit card. Okay. Hmm. And he bought you something, which makes no, you an No, he bought him, my friend Jaleel, my friend Ricky. You obviously know him. Before and then my friend Anthony. And okay. then he bought me some stuff. Okay. So he bought five people plus him. That's five. Okay. P- stuff. Did you tell him, hey, man, you shouldn't do that? You just got And then you. what happened? Um, He went inside his house. He got in trouble. He got grounded for like, like a month. Did you know that he had took his mom's credit card without asking? Yeah, he told us. Oh, but but you still let him buy you something. Okay. Okay. So that's it? That's That was your day today? So you got a new haircut? Oh, yeah. Got a new haircut. And your hair? Oh, got my hair double twisted. Double twisted. Well, I don't know. What the, I don't know what to call it. I don't know. No, that's good enough. That's good enough. Now, would you like to know why I'm talking to you? Um, yes. Mentally, you're here in the moment. You're talking. Mm-hmm. You're growing up, right? You're experiencing things. Mm-hmm. Your great-great-grandfather won't be able to experience that anymore. What he did back then mm-hmm. is the reason you're sitting here. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Your thought process, what you do, what you experience, mm-hmm. all that is because of Granddaddy. What's his name? James Umber. James Umber. What, 40 years working on a um, garbage truck? Yeah. In Kentucky? Mm-hmm. What he did is the reason why you are here. You have a thought process. You can feel the air. You can feel the sun. Mm-hmm. That man is responsible. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say? No, that's about it. Just take care of your mother business. Take care of it. Take care of it. Excuse the words, the curse words, but you know, oh, it is. What it's, it is. it's rip, rap, raw uh, emotion. Yeah, that made no sense, but okay. I you're too young to understand. <laughs> yeah, certain certain things. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Let me um let me segue into something else before we get off here. Okay. Um, I put a post up this morning, mm-hmm. and I talked about humility. Mm-hmm. I talked about empathy, and mm-hmm. I talked about um fairness. Right. And I believe that you have to be those three to survive. Yes. I think so. But I also said that um, those three things are not like protection against the bad, the wrong thing. Right. They just help you to cope with it. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> usually, I, I learned the hard way. I said usually, but I learned the hard way that when dealing with people, you must wear humility out front. Yes. Because you don't know everything. You don't. And 
according to the way that you act, you can hurt someone's feelings mm-hmm. or you can damage someone's thought process. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, you might learn something if you're humble. Right. Empathy helps me to understand. Mm-hmm. So if I go to someone and they have what people, people like to use the word excuse. Mm-hmm. Well, if, if my empathy antenna's up, I don't, I'm not looking to label it an excuse. excuse right. right. I'm looking to understand. I'm putting myself in that in, position. In, yes. In and I'm shoes. trying to understand like, oh, okay, I feel you. Mm-hmm. And, of, and of course, fairness, mm-hmm. it comes after all that. Fairness right. is like, yo, um, how do I say it? It stops me from having malice down the line. Okay. Right? Because go back to empathy. You could have been having a bad day that mm-hmm. day. Right? But anyway, that was the post. Yeah. But I wanted to add something else to it. Motives. Okay. I was telling Doral this morning that when I was younger, I was concerned with motives. Mm-hmm. You do something to me. Why? Mm-hmm. You feel me? Why? Mm-hmm. Why? Why did this man say this? Why did this girl say this? Why did my friend say this? Motives. But I find out that at 54, I really don't care about the motives. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of pushing that out of the way. Effect is right. what I care about. Right. How what you did affect me. Mm-hmm. I can't spend too much time trying to figure you out and and why. Or figure someone out like why. Mm-hmm. Why did they do this? Right. Were they sick? Right. Were they on Robitussins? Did I say that right? Were they on Robitussins? I don't know if you said that right. Okay. <laughs> Were they on drugs? <laughs> did, did they have bad parents? Right. Did they grow up in a in a in a in a trap house? Right. I don't care. Right. I don't. Mm-hmm. Because I know your actions affected me and it made me feel a certain mm-hmm. way. Is that bad? No. Is that removing empathy? Mm, no. No, I understand. But I ain't got time to figure it out, is right. what I'm saying. Exactly. I, I, I don't have I, I just don't have time for that. What do you say? I said, mm. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so that. Right. And I was only talking about that this morning mm-hmm. because partially. Because sometimes I get a little aggravated with what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Microphones talking. I get a little aggravated because I see I, I just don't think I think things could be better. Okay. And sometimes I think that uh, uh, in some cases, some people might not understand how much goes, how much it is that goes into this. Mm-hmm. And we ask for feedback, mm-hmm. and we ask for, you know, check us out. Mm-hmm. If we stink, we stink. Right. But tell us. Right. You had mentioned something today. Mm-hmm. And you said that you go on and you look at everybody's stuff mm-hmm. and you pass out likes or you don't. I do. Why do you do that? Because I care about the people who post it. Does that like equal a pat on the back or it make it? What, what, why? What do you, you know what I'm saying? What is that like to them? To me, liking somebody's post or their effort is saying, hey, I see you. And I support you. Right. It doesn't necessarily mean that I agree with what they're doing or I even like what they're doing. That might not be as um, someone commented on my post today, Mr. Reese, 
we was deployed twice together. He said, that's your passion, not mine, but my job as your friend is to support you in your passion. Is that how he started off saying it? Well, he said a few more things. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying, like, but I'm mean? just saying, he's saying that, you know, he don't have to feel the same way about what I'm doing or one of his other friends is doing because <laughs> it's not his passion. It's my passion or their passion. Well, there's steps. So his job as a friend is to support us in our passion. Okay, we'll be looking for his like on the next part. Right. But, so, but there's steps. Yeah. The first is reason. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm going to say this, then we're going to get out of here. Okay. The first is reason. Right. You have to have a reason for doing what you do. Mm-hmm. Then the second step is with that reason, you have to figure out a way to present it. You still, you still with us, Elijah? Yeah. You have to figure out a way to present it. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, when it's presented, you have to protect it. Right. You see, I can get on here. I'm going to use some uh, of, of it, where you protect it to make it good. Mm-hmm. So it'll last. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use Bill Cosby's words on an old stand-up. He did Phil, Phil Flam Flarm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy that said that. Mm-hmm. I can't stand you always talking about the Phil Flam Flarm mm-hmm. and the cursing. Mm-hmm. Um, we choose not to do that. Right. Right. We we had our reasons. Mm-hmm. We figured out a way to put it out there, which is a podcast. And now we are very conscious of who's listening mm-hmm. and what message we want to send. Right. So we won't be talking about Will Smith or Chris Rock. We won't okay. do that. Huh? I, no, okay. We're not. We're not talking about that. Right. We're not talking about who got married on Real Housewives. Right. We're not doing that. Right. It's just plain, everyday talk. And we expect people to understand the dynamics of what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's husband, wife, communication. Mm-hmm. Communicating. Mm-hmm. What's so hard about that? I'm not going to talk about, yo, that Louis the 13th is popping. I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking <laughs> about, what is it, easy Jesus? Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about that. Right. No beer. Right. No strip clubs. Right. Nothing. Right. Sometimes I feel I'm in competition with that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. But we will continue to do what we do mm-hmm. at a pace at which we do. Exactly. Like May said, the reason why I do what I do like I'm doing it for TV. I mm-hmm. probably said that wrong. <laughs> but I do what I do like I'm doing it for TV. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're looking at me like you're scared to speak on stuff. No, I don't have anything to say about that. Really? You trapped me again. What do you got to say? About what? You trapped me. How I trap you? I try to get you to, to speak. Oh, but I said it. I put the posts. I post about it. Ain't nobody reading right now. They're listening. Well, they seem to be reading more than they listen. Okay. Good comeback. Well, what, what, I, what was the gist of your post? And you got two minutes. What I said was that it's, uh, it doesn't feel good. When you pour your heart, your passion, your brain power, your time, your energy into something to create something and the people who you think care about you don't even acknowledge it. As if it doesn't exist. Right. Yeah. And I said that, um, you know, I see things 
And it's it might not be your cup of tea, but you could need at least. Right. Acknowledge it Because right. I see things I read things Look at Listen to things See things And it might not be My cup of tea But because I care About the person mm. Then I acknowledge it And I support it Right As as now, much as you can Right I don't You know Most of the time That, that don't bother me If no one's liking Or whatever Acknowledging Because I've learned A long time ago That Sometimes you just have to cut people off and everybody's not going to, you know, do you do what you do because right. nobody I'm one person. They are different. No one's like me. But sometimes, you know, I'm human. So sometimes it bothers me and then you have to speak about it. Yeah, of course. but it's but it's good. It's sometimes, all good. Sometimes you yeah. don't care. Right. And sometimes it's like a slap in the face. Like yeah, it's a, but it's it's all good. Yeah, We, you know, those likes. I'll we'll find this, our niche. Those likes or acknowledgements, it's like dopamine, which is the, mm-hmm. the tattoo I have here on my arm. Mm-hmm. It's that adrenaline rush. What I'm doing is accepted. People like it. It pushes you. It's like putting gas in a mm-hmm. car. I can go a little bit further. Right. We but just I'll, but we still going to keep serotonin. Dopamine. Well, we're going to give it to ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Elijah listens to our podcast, so that's cool. Yes, I do. Do you? Yes. What was the last one about? When they was in Las Vegas. Yeah, you missing one. So go back and listen <laughs> to Grand Memories, episode six. But that's good. Episode six, season two. See, mm-hmm. Yeah, see, you know, we just posted a couple of days ago, so it's uh, okay that you do me a favor. It. Say it's eighty one twenty one talk with Al Elundius and Elijah. It's eighty one twenty one talk with Al Elondis and Elijah. All right, all right. We good? Yeah.